Hello everyone, I am Christian Taylor and I am a Grace Ambassador for Heaven to the Yeah. Um, very excited uh, for this opportunity um, to, to be a Grace Ambassador um, yeah, uh, from the beginning and I'm very excited to watch how this network, how this company, this brand um, continues to grow, continues to outreach and, and you know, find, locate, save the one, right? You know, this is all surrounded around, um, you know, just being shepherds and stewards and, and using our platforms for the good. Um, a little background on Heaven to the Yeah, it is actually a startup um, online retail. And, you know, you can see some of the swagger, some of the merch that I'm wearing right now. Uh, but all of it has been centered around just spreading messages of love, of positivity, um, and and really principles that, that we should live by, right? So Fearless really resonated with me because in these times, there is so much surrounding um, the message of fear, uncertainty, um, you know, walking through uncharted waters. But the reality is when we are standing on Christ, we, we, we can be fearless. We can have that fearless mentality, but we are also called to fearless, right? Because we know that, um, yeah, we have the victory in the end. So it's, it's a brand that I'm very excited to partner with um, and, and hoping that, um, you know, when we're having, you know, whether I'm sharing my testimony, whether we're having guest speakers, that messages um, from, from these individuals will just mean something, will encourage, will motivate, um, and, and will ultimately make a difference uh, in their lives. But um, as we said, we're all doing this for the one, right? It's all centered around, you know, just, just finding the one and, and, and saving the one. Um, just so everyone knows, please, uh, you know, and I'll, I'll put this out there, please be sure to check out Heaven to the Air website, heaventotheair.com, um, to, to check out the merch. There's, I mean, a full range of things, uh, 70 different variety of items, uh, but know that all the proceeds go to uh, numerous organizations uh, around the world that, is, that are really tailored towards um, uh, missions and, and actually just uh, churches globally and, um, you know, organizations like Compassion International, Food for the Hungry. Um, so know that the proceeds are actually making a difference, um, around the world also. So without ado, um, we're going to jump into, yeah, making this really real, right? So this is going to be the next few weeks, the next few Thursdays. Uh, we're going to be logging in on this time. So be sure to put this in your calendar. And we are going to be speaking with athletes, um, you know, and, and, and this is the beginning, but maybe it branches out to entertainers. We're just going to be loving on people, speaking to people, allowing, giving the people the platform to, to share their testimonies. Um, and today we have two special guests, Trayvon Barmel, Jessica Beard, um, you know, two, two athletes that, that I know, uh, you know, I love, I know they have. Um, you know, a, a very, uh, a heart that is really after God, right? And so, um, you know, I, I get excited to, to speak with other believers because it's, you know, it's, we know that um, what we're doing, you know, and, and, and who we're serving and where our identity um, 
lies, but you know, I'm, I'm excited that you guys could just, you know, for sure, comments, uh, ask, ask questions and, and we can have dialogue. Um, if we don't get to the questions, we'll be sure to, to come back around and, and DM you or, or show you some love, you know, outside of this, but really just want to give the, the athletes opportunities to, to just share their testimony and, and, the, the role that God's grace, God's love has, has um, you know, played in their careers, played in their lives. So now uh, I see Jessica Beard is in the building. So uh, right before I, I bring her in, I want to do a quick introduction. Um, as I said, now I, I, you know, speaking to Jessica, I've run with Jessica. I've known Jessica, I mean, since 2006, 2007, throwback friend. Um, you know, we've been on numerous teams together, but, uh, you know, besides... Being a, a friend, I'm also a fan, right? I mean, you want to talk about Trinidad James, all gold, everything. She's a four-time uh, world champion in in the the four by four. Also, gold medalist in Doha for the mixed relays. I mean, so I mean, she knows only gold. Uh, Bowman winner um, from NCAA's. You know, so, something that like I like. It's just it's amazing, right? She was nominated the number one athlete. It, in NCAA and, and for the sports fans, you know how big this is. Um, she is just a beast, you know. And so, um, you know, I, 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 I just love what she's done on the track, but also for the, for the person she is, um, you know. And if you go and follow her, please, you know, Rain Two, uh, be sure to, to show her some love. But um, really, woman after God's heart, and I'm excited for you guys to. To yeah, get to know her and and um, you know hear her story. So let's see if we can if we can see what she bring it to the table. Miss Beard, what's up? What's going on? Welcome, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. How you doing? I'm doing well. I've been uh, traveling today, so I've been I appreciate that. So I'm like, yeah, I'm ready. I was just like, okay, I have to get to where I'm going. If I could be here, can't miss this. So, so yeah, I'm doing well. How are you? Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm great. I'm great. You, you, you are the first guest of Heaven to the Yeah. Um, look at that. So, yeah, uh, I, I think, you know, there's no coincidence. Uh, you know, we're excited to have you. And, and you know, you, you've got a special place in my heart. Um, you know, we throw back, right? So we, we go back some years. Um. Yeah, uh, I mean, even doing the first four by four, you know, world relays down in Bahamas. Yeah, you know that that was uncharted territories for me, being on an international relay. But you know, you you actually took me under your wing and got me right. So, um, but yeah, so so we could just get on. You know, I, I know you're traveling. You've had a full day. Um, so we could dive right into it. Uh, right. So I, you know, I spoke about your accolades, but this is more about highlighting you, your heart, your heart for God. Um, Tell us when you first realized you had you had a like significant gift, right, as an athlete. Um, probably once I got to high school. You know, that's when I started running track. Um, I thought basketball was gonna be like, you know, ball was life, and so um, I knew that I could. My mom always told me I have few other brothers, and so my mom was like, "You're keeping up with them. You're running with them." And so, you know, um, I would go to the basketball courts with them. So. You know, my whole goal was, like, go to UConn, like, Diana Taurasi, like, go ahead and <laughs> like, get, get to that level. And so, you know, that's really, that's where I, really when I kind of, somebody put a basketball in my hand. It wasn't until later that I kind of realized, like, oh, my goodness, um, 
what's, what's this other sport? And like, why do y'all do that? You know, cause y'all are crazy. That's why I was like, why do y'all do this? This doesn't feel good. Um, but I just really had a desire to, to want to achieve and, and, uh, do great things. And so, uh, I feel like track kind of took me under its wing a little bit. So. Okay. Yeah. That's unique. Okay. Ball is life. All right. All right. Uh-huh. Um, so, so yeah, with this, uh, I, I would say, you know, so, you know, track, you ended up just like falling into track, right? You know, so your heart was on basketball. You, uh, I, I would say, you know, because the 400 is not easy. 400 training is not easy. So you have to, you have to like dig deep and this is like channeling like something different, right? You know, like when that lactic hits, that's where the prayers go up, you know? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, with this, uh, you know, as a competitor, when, when did it click to you that you were competing for, for something or someone more than yourself? I think it, I think it really clicked, um, 2012, like my first Olympic trials. Um, you know, I was dealing with the injury going into that year where I didn't train any in the fall from like October to February. I didn't train. Oh, wow. Um, I literally could not jog. And so like that February coach Anderson was like, you're just going to run yourself into shape. And, you know, I know this is, and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I'm coming off 2011 where I won the barman. I won NCAAs. I got to win the finals at worlds on the four by four. We won goals. I'm like, Oh my gosh, next year, you know, a, a lot of people are like, next year is your year. I'm projecting you to make the team. I'm, I'm like, yes, me too. I'm with you. And then, you know, boom, this major injury happens. And, you know, I'm like, I don't know if I, you know, what's going to happen. I get to the final. I get last. I literally am like, God, why did you bring me that far to get last? Like, I feel like I could have just stayed out the finals if <laughs> what was going to happen. You know, that was my reality. And I always tell people, I feel like that's when I got my life first. God really... Um, spoke back to me and he was just like you know um, Jessica why do you do what you do and he was like if you never win another medal if you never win another race if you're never never able to get to you know back to where you were because like I told you I feel like I was at the top my senior year mm-hmm. like, will you still praise me will you still proclaim my goodness will you still say good things about me and I feel like a, you know as a as a Christian as a Christian athlete the first response like of course like yes but it it really spoke to my heart because I was that athlete who was like when I do good God loves me a little more you know when I don't do as well like God are you mad at me like what what sin did I have that you know I got to go through this as opposed to realizing like no matter what I do God loves me and so it was it was during that really low point you know people like what happened did you have an injury and you know Odie and she works with AIA and she does a lot of our chapels and I just was like no it's just not my time and so you know just just being able to kind of kind of see like where is my heart when it comes to the sport am I really elevating the sport above God above someone that I said I love you know I love that song more than anything I'm like more than more than I'm like more than anything so (laughs) man but if you track away like why would you want to do that or you know why, why am I not at the top anymore? And so I think it really, at, at that point, it was like, wow, I really got to, I got to find this. And that's where I got joy in the journey. I got to find joy in the journey. Sometimes you, you don't, you can't joy in your career because you're not where you want to be. You know, you might not be joying because life isn't, you know, you're looking at your garden, like, where's all the things that I planted? Like, where are all the seeds? There's no sprouting. And then I was, you know, God just was like, well, you have me and you can join in me. And so that's what joy in the journey really came from. Like, if I have nothing else, I can, I can join in God. And I always get the, the book wrong. I think it's like Habuku, Habuku. Look, it's real. Mm. Right. <laughs> like the, the, 
crops fail, you know, if the olive trees fail, if it, it basically like if all these other things fail, like I'll still rejoice in God, my salvation. And so for me, that was that was like I said, like a life verse, like a lot of things will fail you. You know, you're going to train your best, do your best and you might not get the result you want. And for, to, as an athlete, we're like, that's a failure. Like if I don't who doesn't compete to win? And so for me, um, just kind of realizing like, wow, this is really um this is really asking me about where is my faith really rooted and is it just rooted in my sport and me doing well and you know kind of like a prosperity gospel you know um or is my faith rooted in in god alone and it's like well no matter what happens you know it's like i can be on on the boat you know with you and i'm like the boat's rocking i'm like i want to be asleep just like jesus was because mm. you know we have we have christ with us and so um, I think around that time, I really, so that was 2012. I really was like, man, like this is so much bigger than sport. You know, I, I did um, a podcast yesterday and I just told them like sport for me, it is my livelihood, but it's like a vehicle to help me um, reach other people. And sometimes, you know, whether it's, you know, and especially like to be a light and being a light is, is can be different things. Sometimes we, we share the gospel the actual words sometimes we share it through our actions um sometimes we share it through how we love other people but in in some way we're sharing this this gospel that you know you're accepted and you're loved by by god whether you you win or lose you know you you're you're still you still have salvation and you, you should be able to joy in that so ooh, ooh, i wish i could do the hearts you know for the live because you are dropping some dimes like why bringing it i love that Wow, that was that was so good. I mean, you talked about peace, yeah. you, you know, the peace that comes from, you know, walking with God and, and being in that ship, right, in the midst of the storm. Yeah. Wow. Wow, I love that. Um, yeah, because my next thing was, was going to be like, you know, from that lesson, yeah. you know, how did you apply this moving forward? But, I mean, you you, you dove right into but that. You know, and then that's where Faith Field Fridays came. Maybe in 26, I think I just saw a thing in 2016, Faith Field Friday kind of came, or maybe it was 18. But I feel like I planted all these seeds. You know, I feel like I'm athlete. I cut in corners. I'm working hard. And it took me nine years to, to see a PB. And so I planted all these seeds. And I wanted to talk about that athlete experience, about the struggles that we go through as, as Christian athletes. I said, just with that perspective, you know, sometimes the prosperity perspective as far as our careers go or um, – just just this idea like oh my gosh if i sin like something big is going to be taken away or something little is going to be you know taken away rather than like in the midst of it's, it's not it's so much bigger than me it's not about me it's about god's grace about god's mercy and so Oof. um <laughs> let's go so, um that that was that was pretty much my you know faith field friday i feel like it gave me an opportunity to share my faith uh the struggles that i go through you know as a not only as an athlete, but as a human being, because I think a lot of times, you know, we, we, we're thanking God, not just necessarily for a win, but maybe something we experienced and he, he saw us through, but people don't know that part. They just know the end result where they saw that you won, but they don't see the tears that you cried. You know, they don't, you know, it, the Bible talks about it, you know, you're going to sow tears and you're going to um, reap joy. And so I'm like, man, why not share my, my, my struggles with people? You know, I, I love sharing positive things, but I also want to make sure that people know I'm human, you know, and like, I'm not just sharing about God because he's doing good things for me, but I'm going to talk about the goodness of God, even in the midst of my trials and my tribulations, my struggles, um, my heartbreaks, my heartaches, you know, my losses, you know, whether right. it's 
through not only losing races, but you know, some things happen to us in our real life. We, we lose family, we, we lose friends. And so um, just, just having that kind of being transparent, I think it's really important as an athlete to, to be transparent and knowing that like, I'm okay with, I, I've gone beyond like, oh my gosh, people are gonna judge me. I'm more at the point like, you know what? People need to see that I need grace. I need like why I have faith. You know, I don't have faith, so God give me something. I have faith because I, I need God. And you know, at my lowest point, when I feel like I didn't have you know anybody, or when people did come to me with words of encouragement, I'm like, that was so nice, but I'm still sad. You know, I'm mm. I'm still you know suffering. I'm still yeah. Thank you for for praying for me, but guess what? I literally have a physical injury and I'm hurt and I can't train. So I'm still going through these things as a human being, and I want people to know that. We, it's okay to have emotions, but it's even better when we're able to to seek God and seek Christ and let him be that refuge. So that way, when I'm speaking about things, it's not just because God did something good for me, but it's like, man, God saw me at my lowest and he, you know, he elevated me. And elevation doesn't necessarily mean when, you know, but God elevated me out of a place of despair where I could rejoice. So. Right. Wow. Jessica the farmer you're just sowing seeds I, I love that and it may not happen overnight yeah. you know like you said it was almost a decade till you actually saw something coming to fruition yeah. right but god's timing yeah mm, so good right so i as as i said from the beginning i'm a grace ambassador um for heaven to the end and we are so focused on spreading spreading that message right like the, the gift of grace like that it is we can't earn it we yeah. don't deserve it, you know. So for all you guys that, that I mean, music lovers, listen to Reckless Love. You know, it that it's really all about just like the the wonderful gift of grace, um, and and how it's available to us all. You know, we we just have to accept that. But uh, yeah, I would I would say if if you wouldn't mind um, just unveiling a little bit more about about what God's grace, like yeah. how that resonates with you. Yeah, for sure. God's grace uh, for me, like I said, I was very big on like, oh my gosh. Um, Something I would show for me is, you know, wanting to be celibate. So I used to be like, oh, my gosh, God, I messed up. I'm going to run bad. Oh, my gosh, God, I had to. Mm. You're, you're so angry with me. You're, you know, you're not going to you're not going to see this vision. You know, the vision is talking about, though it's Harry, wait for it. I'm like, I'm be waiting forever. You know, I'm going to have to wait a whole nother year because I did this. And so for me, like I messed up. Right. Man. I messed up and and now I'm trying to like you said I'm trying to do all these things to make up for it I'm trying to pray more I'm trying to you know I'm like you know what I normally sit down and praise and worship let me raise my hands this time let me, I'm trying to do all these um gimmicks. got your rosary yeah I'm trying to tell you I'm just like just you don't even know <laughs> you're just doing I'm trying to do all these things to to win God's favor um, right earn it that you know he 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 gives grace to the humble like come God asked us to come to him when we fall short, you know, and to repent of our sins and turn from our ways. And for me, I think, especially as an athlete, I try to do a lot of things in my, in my own strength, you know, uh, you know, they're like, as an athlete, it's like, push through, get through it, find a way, make a way. And it's like, you know, that, that song by Sinatra, like God's a way maker. He's a miracle worker. And so for me, realizing that all these, you know, yes, faith without works are, are dead, but why am I doing something? You know, I really have to question, like, am I doing something because I want to get something from God or am I doing this from a place of um, devotion, a place of love, a place of um, want and desire? And, you know, so that's 
for me just you know and i feel like that's that's kind of with anything even with competing well you know once you do well you're like oh my gosh what did i do last time oh i think i did all my bible study plans this week so i need to do it again next week so you know i can get the same kind of blessing and just really getting away from this um I kind of feel like how society does for us, you know, you do something, you get something in return. I think that's kind mm -hmm. of life, you know, you go to work, you get a paycheck, you know, you go to practice, what the coach tell you, you put money in the bank. And so right. just realizing that there's not this transactional um, agreement with God where we have to do something and, you know, we have to do all these things so he can, he can love us in return. You know, that that's not God. You know, he said he, he loved us even before we knew him and before we accepted him. And so to me, being able to accept that truth, living in a society, like I said, that's so transactional, that's like nothing's for free. You know, you hear that all the time. Nothing's for free. Everything costs you something. And to hear like, well, Christ paid it all. So, you know, and, and this, you, you don't, oh, it, it's just so, like I said, it's like a contradiction in, in a sense in the world that we're in. So I got, understand why he says, you know, we're in the world, but we're not of the world because I'm like, I'm in right. the world that's telling me it's, it's this way. And God is speaking a different gospel, a different truth. And, you know, he's just saying, come to me, you know, seek me, um, knock, you know, knock, pray, um, I'll answer, you know, like you said, seek wisdom. Like if, if you're looking for it, seek it from me. And so um, I really find myself, you know, saying, God, you know, more than I want this from you, or I want that from you. It's like, I, I just want you. And, mm. and with God comes this fullness of joy. You know, the, the, the Bible talks about that. And, you know, it says seek the kingdom above all else. And like everything else is going to be added into us. And so it's just like, man, I just got to seek the kingdom. I just got to turn from wicked ways. Like all the things that I feel like God is, is asking of us are things that we can we can do. It, you know, I don't I don't feel like he's he's ever asking me. I don't feel like he's ever asked me to give up something that I felt like um at the time, I felt like maybe it was a loss, but I, I always learned at the end that it was a gain. Whatever God asked me to give up, um, there was a purpose behind it. There was a reason behind it, whether it's for, like you said, peace, whether it's for my mental well-being, whether it's for my um, spiritual growth. I realized that God wasn't trying to take something away from me. You know, this idea of some people feel like, oh, I'm a Christian. I can't do nothing. And I'm like, right. well, actually, it says you could, you're permissible to do all things, but not all things are, are good for you. Are good, right. So, um, for me, that was just really big realizing like, it's not, it's not these set of rules that God's trying to take from me so I can force myself to live a certain way. You know, the spirit's going to do a work in me. God's going to do a work in me. And if I yield to that spirit, if I yield, um, to his word, if I listen, you know, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, if I listen, um, and I feel like the more I know God, um, the more I trust him and the, the, the more I don't always have more understanding because I feel like sometimes I'm, I do have lots of questions, but I'm like, the more I know God and I know his character, I realize that nothing he's ever going to ask me is, is to be detrimental. Nothing that mm -hmm. ever happens to me is, is so, you know, he can like teach me a lesson or, you know, uh, in a, in a bad, in a, like in a vindictive way. I mean, by that, teach me a lesson. But, you know, I feel like everything is really, I feel like, wow, I've learned that I've seen God work all things together for my good, whether it was, you know, a loss of a loved one, you know, I'm like, man, what good is in, is, is in this? You know, like I said, a serious injury with my, with my career, what, what good is in this? You know, but I realized, you know, I do want to say that about the injury. If I would have made that team, I found out that I had a partially torn Achilles after the trials. And so I know if I would have made the team, 
I would have kept running. Wow. And I would have completely ruptured it. And so for me, like at the time, I'm like, there's no good in me getting last and making it this far. But I felt like God showed me like, normally it has to look like this. You have to have a fall base. You can't not have a fall base and make right. it this far. But like the Bible says, with God, all things are possible. So I'm just like, man, God, this was really in your plan. And, you know, I had a plan. Other people had plans for me, too. And at the time, I couldn't see any good in me getting to that milestone and not being successful, how I defined it, only to see that I feel like God preserved me. Like you said, nine years later, here I am having the best season of my career at I was 29 at the time. You know, a lot of people like, oh, you know, as athletes, you peak at this age, you peak at that age. And I'm just like, well, you know. I have but God. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. Wow. That's so good. That is so good. Oh, man. Wow. So, yeah. So, so you know, you know, Grace, right? And, and you know, like, it, it can't be like, we don't earn no matter how hard we work, you know, like, it's not about works, right? It's, it's a gift that, that, that he's, I mean, he offered his son, that sacrifice was made on our behalf. Um, and nothing we can do, you know, can change that we would have never been able to, to take those sins off of us. So, um, you know, just a moment of appreciation, right, for, for that gift. Um, in, in this past year, right, there's been so much talk about the social injustices and, and the, the word privilege, surrounding privilege, right? Um, but with Heaven to the Air, we want to push positive. We want to push, you know, the privilege that, that, that we fall under, and that is grace privilege, right? Um, yeah. What does grace privilege mean to you? Um, I think as a, as an athlete and just, you know, as a human being, it just means that, you know, um, because of God, there's this, there's this abundance because, you know, with mm. the, well, I would say even with me, like, I used to be like one and done. Don't think that you can mess up and come back, you know, because I'm going to cut you off. Don't worry about it. Like, um, you know, and so to me, when I think of grace privilege, it's like, man, because I chose Christ and because Christ chose me, I'm able to. I, I'm able to continue to go to him when I fall short. I can continue to go to him when I'm suffering, when I'm going through trials and tribulations, when, um, you know, when I am in the valley, you know, and especially when I'm on the mountaintop, I'm able to, to rejoice it and still go to God and say thank you. And so I feel like that's the privilege of, of grace that, like you said, it's something that I, I feel like I, I don't deserve. And, you know, God, God always like, extend a little grace, you know, send a little grace to someone else because, you know, I've done that for you. And so that that's really what what that that means to me like if god did it for you extend that same privilege to to somebody mm -hmm. may have wrong they really may have wronged you they re really may have hurt you but you you extend grace you might have a boundary but you, still extend <laughs> you don't hold to to dead men or anger or um the past but because you realize like you know not only is vengeance god but God extended something to you that, and I'm realizing that too. Sometimes I'm like, wow, it's really nothing that person could have did. They could have said, you know, sometimes like an apology will do this will do. People will give you all those things. And it was like, mm, it's not enough. And so it's mm. like, oh, give them grace. And so I feel that same way with God. Like there's not enough that I could do for, you know, to get the great, the amount of grace that I feel like I need, you know, daily just from, you know, like we all stand and fall short. And so my, my biggest thing is just like, man, God, you're so, you're so gracious and it's something mm. that I truly don't understand. And so that's why it really is a privilege. I'm like, I don't understand why you, you know, I don't, I don't want to say God overlooked it. I don't know why he said, just turn to me, come to me and your sins are forgiven. I'm like, man, it was that easy. Like, I, I feel like that's how it is sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> 
that easy because I make it, I feel like I can make it hard. Oh my gosh, I need to do all these other things. Kind of like when we hurt people. Some people like flowers. We send them flowers. We send them long text messages. You know, we, we try to get in their good graces. And it was just like, man, with God, it's like, just come, just come back to me. You know, because mm. a lot of times I know for myself, I like to isolate once I, once I do wrong. I'm just like, I'm too ashamed to come to God. You know, I'm like, man, look at you acting a fool on the freeway, telling them people about themselves. Jessica, just let them over. But I'm like, they almost crashed into me. And I'm just, God's just like, just come on back. Right. Just come on back. Just humble yourself. Just, you know, extend that same grace that I've, I've given to you. And it, it, it might look different, but it, it's the same concept, you know, um, to, to, um, I guess kind of give someone time, give somebody. And I, I love that, you know, God is sometimes he's like, okay, since you ain't going to move, let me move you. But I feel like most times I'm just, God gives me a learning experience in grace. You know, I feel like I know it. I don't figure it out. And God was like, okay, well, let, let's just see how that goes for you. And I'm so grateful that I feel like, you know, the prodigal son, like I can squander all my things. And God's like, He's rejoicing with open arms, like I'm so glad you came back to me. I'm so welcome back, right? You, because I I desire you, and so I think that that's really like when people talk about God's love, like something that's just so powerful. Like, man, you know, because I'm like, how many times, like I said, we make one mistake. It's like nobody wants you back. They're like, no, go ahead, enjoy life. You know, you don't get another chance. And just knowing that God is who God is, and I can make a mistake. And I can just, I can come home, you know, I don't have to live in isolation. I don't have to keep wandering in the desert. I don't have to feed on ashes. I literally can, can come to God and um, be with him and be in his presence and, you know, be food and, you know, don't always have to get baptized. I used to be like, oh my gosh, I need to go back in the water, y'all. I don't know how that works. You know, you know I'm 17, I'm again, because I keep messing up just because the gospel is so much bigger than that. And so I'm, I'm glad as much as, you know, the gospel is about turning away from sin. It's even just as much about God's grace and his love for his people and what that looks like, you know, how God keeps showing up for us, how God keeps rescuing us, how God keeps loving on us um, mm. in, in spite of our sinfulness, you know, right. God keeps up on us. And so I'm just like, God's awesome. So, so good. Thank you, Jessica. Wow, that was overflow. Um, really, thank you. Thank you all. I, I, you're getting a lot of love, um, you know, on the side. But no, really, thank you for, for just throwing some more seeds out there. Farmer Jessica, you know, it's been a pleasure. Um, wish you the best. Safety in the travels. Um, good luck this weekend. Thank you. And, oh, you know, and thank I'm you for not, being I'm part not, of this. I got hard training this week. I ain't running. Oh, I'm just trying. Okay. I'm just trying. Well, yeah. Are Success you, uh, for the training. No, no, just training also. Okay. So. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, awesome. Thank you for having me. This is awesome. Of course. Thank you so much. Thanks, Christian. Bye. See you later. Bye. Wonderful. Oh, yeah. So um, next up, we have Trayvon Barmel, but I hope you guys really, some words really stuck with you. I mean, Jessica's journey, her story, it's, it's beautiful. Please be sure to go uh, follow her at Rain2. Um, because you know, Faithful Fridays, she's she's just always bringing it. Love of God, um, it's it's so clear. And so, yeah, that that was a real joy. Next up is Trayvon Barmel, fastest man in the world. Um, quick intro, uh, Trayvon is my training partner right now. World indoor um, sixty meter uh, gold medalist, 
bronze in Beijing World Champion um, uh, World Championships. But I mean, when when you talk about perseverance, working through adversity, this guy, I mean, he, his story in itself, we, we don't even have enough time for him to go through. I, I know he'll dip into it, but you know, the, the doctors know, you know, as believers, you know. We, we, we trust doctors, we, we, we're grateful for the doctors, but we also know that the ultimate healer, the one who has the final say, you know, is, is, is God. And, and he can turn a, a no today to a yes tomorrow. Um, I don't want to give up too much. You know, I'll let Trayvon uh, say his part, but um, we're excited to, to have him here uh, to share his story and, and continue to, to just bring that energy and, and you know, to share. It's, it's all about God's love, right? The, the gift of grace. So see if we can... See if we can get him on here. Trey, Trey, Trey. Here we go. Perfect. There we go. Yo. Fastest man in the world. What's going Mr. on? Mr. Bromel. What's up? What's up? How are you doing? Oh, chilling, 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 man. Just relax. Wonderful. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Thank you for taking the time to be with us. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I appreciate that, you know, uh, but also heaven to the, yeah, uh, we, you know, you, you're not the second guest, but the first live, um, that we have, mm -hmm. and, and we're just trying to share love. We're trying to share the importance of, of keeping heaven in view from an athlete standpoint, from, you know, a business standpoint that, that we can all relate to that, but it's, you know, that we're all driven by eternity, that we're all, you know, working towards the, the real goal, right. You know, mm -hmm. not about the earthly goals, but that, but you know, that we're all working towards the big thing. So um man i feel like we can go into to so many things you know in our bible study group you know oh, this yeah. is this is the man king david's heart <laughs> you know <laughs> he he is he is a, you know a, a ruler a shepherd um you know there's so much light on you man and and you know i'm i'm i love to see how you're using your platform how you were sharing your story but you know you were always um you know just giving glory to god and, that, and that's really powerful um so we'll, we'll we'll jump right into it. Um, yeah, uh, take us deeper. You know what what's a, what's a playlist? What what are you listening to right now? How does that how does that correlate to to what you're studying? Um, just just share a little bit about you, racing strategy. You know things like that. Let's let's make it real track. So with the music perspective of it all, as uh, a lot of people know, uh, Rod Wave he actually from from my city. So a lot of the stuff he speak on. Is, is a very vivid reality of what's going on in the community back home in St. Pete. So I listen to that entwined with a lot of the gospel that we see people who deal with adversities and things. So like I was telling my mama the other day, like I really um, feel like I have a deep connection with the story of Mephibosheth. You know, so that's a very powerful story for me because I came from a situation where I felt like everybody looked down on me. Like I, I wasn't the biggest guy, still not one of the biggest guys out there um, who dealt with a lot of things as far as uh, adversity with injuries, uh, being in a broken home situation. My mom and my dad wasn't together. Uh, my father wasn't there in the midst of my life. So dealing with that type of stuff and then obviously coming up in the, the south side of the, of the city, obviously, you know, police, uh, police brutality and dealing with gang violence and things like that. So it's just a lot of adversity to deal with. So like with Mephibosheth, when David came to him and, and spoke to him like, hey, you know, you come eat at my table, it made me feel like him. Because when I became an athlete in the sport who started to get recognition, it seemed like a lot of people were opening their arms to me now. And I'm looking at it like, 
I'm just a kid from the south side of St. Pete. Like, why do I deserve this? You know, so a lot of times I, I constantly thank God because I'm like, I see what he told, he tried to tell me through that story and bringing into reality what's going on in my life as well. Just telling all of us that we are worthy to sit, you know, if we follow the rules, we stay committed to him and putting our faith to him, everything will be okay. Because Mephibosheth felt like, he like, man, I'm a crippled guy. Like, I'm from the low end side of town. Like, what do I deserve? Like, why am I deserving why sitting me? at the table? Right. Exactly. So I, I feel like many of us uh, coming from that stage of being the kid, uh, going up through life as a young adult, you think like, okay, will I ever be accepted? Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. It's, yeah. And the story of Mephibosheth definitely hit home with me. Nice, nice. Um, well, you know, I gave him a little preview. I, I told him about your track accolades, but, you know, for me, one thing that, uh, the, the what one of the the deepest respects i have for you is is really your story right because i believe that is a testimony i believe if people knew your story um you know they, they would see you in a different light like you running that's that's a part of what you do but yeah. it's not who you are right and and if right. people knew the heart that you have for the city the heart that you have for the next generation the love that you you know like whether scholarships whether you know like mentorships like you got a lot of irons you got a lot of hands in a lot of places yeah. um if you wouldn't mind just just I mean, I, I want to open up the, 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 the floor to, to allow you to just share your story, you know, and, and let, let people know who, who Trayvon really is. Yeah, so kind of like what I said, South Side of St. Pete, uh, me and my mama didn't have it easy. Uh, I feel like that could be a, a cliche thing. A lot of people come from the same situation. But, yeah, so we come from, you know, the low end side of town. really didn't have a lot growing up. Definitely uh, thank God for having family and people around to help me and my mama grow up. Um, definitely been from home to home, dealing with, you know, seeing late bill notices, not knowing what's going to be next, you know, for me and my mom. And it's just like it was crazy because at a point in time, like I, I, I could be real with y'all. Like I, I didn't believe I'm like. I'm in the South Side. I hear bullets every day, every night. Police running through and out of the city. Like, you hear my friends getting locked up or dealing with situations. So when you tell me about uh, an entity or a spirit or something like that, at that time, I'm like, how could that be? You know, just thinking, like, all the bad. You know what I'm saying? So, but my mom, dog, she always, she always stood strong in the faith. And she would always tell me, like, hey, be patient. Like, God got us, God got us. And it seemed like through every situation, like, everything got handled and, and I, I'm just thinking like oh okay it is what it is like you know we still have to worry about next month or when the, you know the next bill come through so when when I started getting older and started doing more sports and things like that like life started somewhat changing so obviously people know about like my injuries and everything I feel like that was the point where God was like okay I'm either gonna break him or I'm mm -hmm. gonna get him to see me for who I am so when I was going through these injuries, I'm like, dang, I'm like, all right, you know, I'm a bounce back. Like I'm a hard guy, you know, like my city don't make soft people. So I'm like, cool, I'm a bounce back. Next shit came. I'm like, okay, I'm back running, I'm back playing football. Boom. Another knee injury. I'm like, I'm like, what is going on? You know what I'm saying? Like this wild. So then the third year come 2010. So I, I had both of the injuries, 2008, 2009, and 2010. I'm like, all right, I'm done playing football. I'm done playing basketball. I don't want to do none of that. I just, I'm going to just run, you know, I'm just run. In the middle of the, of the, of the race, literally in the hundred, first hundred of the year, I come out of my drive phase, my hip break. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I'm, <laughs> I'm looking at it like oh, I'm, I'm 15, 16 years old and I have a broken hip. 
what like what they do that at. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, <laughs> like, you know, and it's funny because now that like literally in the midst of what we talk about, like just the revelation, I can't, I can't, I can't remember the guy's name, but you remember in the reading where, uh, no, no, what was it? Was it Abraham or Isaac? Who wrestled with God? And had it had his hip broken also. Yeah, you, right. You yeah, he got touched. You, you see right. how God stepped in and just take over the story. But yeah, see, like even in that sense, bro. Like I told my mama in the in the, uh, in the ambulance, I was like, I'm I'm not doing sports no more. Like I'm done. Like I, I'm not trying to keep running. I'm not trying to do all you know, do all that and everything. So I'm gonna just you know see what life take me. So my mama, like I said, she never had that that mentality of just giving up. She knew that God would take care of the situation. So. She did everything that she could to make sure that I had the rehab and everything that I needed to be back strong again. Uh, so God definitely worked through her to get get me back on my feet. Because I'm going to be honest, like I said, we didn't have the finances to go do rehab. Like, let that be noted. Like, I did not do rehab at all in 2008, 2009, 2010. We didn't have the money wow. for it. And nobody was paying for it to get done, you know. So I look at that, you know, as a very big impact in my life, like, I'm seeing how he's changing the narrative of everything. Um, and then, like I said, getting, getting into 2012, no, 2013, um, that's when the brink of everything happened. So that year, prior prior to that year, I was running like 11 seconds. Like, let me remind you, like, it was females beating me, like dogging me out. You know what I'm saying? I want to say, like, I ended my year with like 11-3, like legally. So, wow. yeah, exactly. So the next year came, my senior year, like everything just changed drastically. And it's not like I did something different. I always had the work ethic. I always had that drive to like wanting to be greater. So when when it came as a play, man, the meat started coming and I was like 10-6, 10-5, And I'm like, okay, i never seen these times before. So what's going on next? So we'll go to run 10-3 and then 10-1 at my regional meet. I'm like, this is crazy like it's dry. like i went from 11-3 to 10-3 in a year of not doing anything different than i've done in the past like i've always right. worked hard so it, it, it was just mind-blowing so i get the great southwest um after doing a lot of great things with winning new balance outdoors that meet that national meet um obviously going to great southwest to get prepped for uh junior trials and make the pan am team I go out there and coach, uh, the coach that was on the floor team, he talked to me right before right before the race, and he was like, man, like, you know, God, God has something special for you. Mm. Once again, I'm running into a situation towards something that I'm like, do I fully believe in this? You know what I'm saying? So it's right. like, he tells so you're me. you're not even all in still. Yeah, so I'm still not even 100% in on like, oh, wow. you know, like that. Okay. So I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, okay. It's another person telling me about, like, you know, by God and how he operate and works. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give it a try. And you can ask anybody that was on that great Southwest team. Like, Kaylin Whitney was there, Justin Times, like, all the, like, everybody, you feel me? So, we go to, we go to, we go to uh, stand up under the stands. And at the time, it was like a, a sandstorm going on out there uh, in New Mexico and everything. So, I'm like, man, ain't no way I'm running fast in these conditions. Like, we talking about a sandstorm, clouds, like, it, 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 you know, it's crazy. Miserable, so, right. literally, right before the 100, dog, like, I literally prayed. I prayed right there in the line. And I was like, God, if it's meant for me to be the first athlete in, in, in track and field in high school to run nine seconds, uh, clear, like, clear the skies, make the weather good. Because, like, all I'm hearing my whole life is that he he create miracles. He do this, he do that. Waymaker, right. Yeah, he a waymaker. So, you know, that was the, the guy was telling me, the coach, he was like, you know, I feel like you can do it. Like, God's giving you this ability. So I'm like, 
I'm like, we're going to see. So like I said, I prayed and I asked for that. Literally, and I kid you not, as soon as I stood up, the clouds opened up sunny. And literally, when the gun went off and I came out of my drive face, it looked like I could touch the line. And I, it was like right there. And it gave me that feeling of like, okay, this is the opportunity and the things that God blesses many people with. Are you going to freak out, break, or stop and not try to grab that opportunity? Or are you going to keep pushing, knowing that everything was worth it? So right there, that, that's what showed me, like, man, he's he different. Like, he's different. And it takes, <laughs> it takes going through these struggles to understand, you know. So, and most people have to understand that. And it, it's crazy. Like, I look, I look back at my life and I look at it like this, especially with knowing scripture now. Um, many people have to understand that God never promised that life was going to be easy. I think, right. and you know, we talk about it a lot of time in the group chat. Like, everybody gets the watered down side of Jesus, of the fairy tale. Like, everything is okay. Everything's going to be good. Like, yes, it can be. It can be. You will, you know, with obedience, you will have eternal life with him. But he's never said that it will be easy. And you think, and you, if you think otherwise, go read John 16, 33. He tells you that you will have tribulations in life, but with him, it will be okay. So you have to understand that God has never said that it was going to be easy. And now mm -hmm. that I'm more mature and I understand these things, I realize that I stopped using all of these excuses of, oh, this happened, so I couldn't do that. Man, I take it with a grain of salt, and I look at it at the end of the day, God is going to protect me. He's going to bring me out of any situation. And I think people really have to start understanding that. Like, people, and a lot of times, people make a lot of excuses for the things that they create on their own. Like, wow. that, man, that's what 2020 gave me the opportunity to do. People think 2020 was an opportunity for me to go. The, uh, people think 2020 gave me an opportunity to get faster than track, but what they have to realize, that was the time for self-evaluation. Uh, self I had that all the trouble that I was causing, all the lies, all the pain that I have caused as a human was because of me, not because of God and because of what he said was going to happen. He is trying to prep us against the evils of the world. Now, the things that we create on our own is our fault. And people are scared to acknowledge that. And that's mm -hmm. what I had to learn. And that's what I'm still dealing with and learning throughout the days of my life. <sighs> wow. Bless. Wow. That's good, Trey. That's good, man. Um, yeah, because that's the thing. Like, we, we have free will. We have choice, right? Yeah. So we can choose to go down and then look back and be like, all right, God's going God's gonna to put favor on that. But he can be like, I didn't call you to be over there. Exactly. Your purpose was over here, yeah. right? So when things go bad, you know, we're like, but why, God, why? And he's like, because I didn't, I didn't tell you to go there. Yeah, you didn't ask so me. <laughs> exactly. Like, you, didn't, you didn't talk to me. You only want to talk to me, like, when you're looking for something that happened. But it's like, why don't you talk to me? When you're in the thinking process, right? Like, God, what do you think? Should I go over there? Holy Spirit, do I need to be walking over there, right? Exactly. Exactly. No, that's, that's good. That, I mean, that leads me right to the next thing, right? So what, is it, what does it mean to you? Um, uh, because, you know, the mission of, uh, of, of Heaven to the Air is all about, you know, living with heaven in view. Yeah. What, what does that mean to you? Oh, say, that, say that again? Living with heaven in view. Living with heaven in view? I feel like it's the, it's the relationship that people have to understand is why I feel like that's the ultimate goal. So what people have to realize is that when we read this Bible, these are tools and understanding and understanding the reason why Jesus even came. So this is the opportunity of having a relationship with him eternally past this. So what I start to realize is knowing that this journey to heaven is not just getting to that place but understanding that connective state. Like, 
as it is in on earth as it is in heaven, correct? So understanding right. like, man, when I get there, everything has been fulfilled. Like the prophecy has been fulfilled. Everything that I have done has prepared me to be in this place. So this is what it is for me to understand and for many to understand when it's getting to heaven and that journey to get into heaven is built off of that relationship with him. So that's why day in and day out, we should practice these things, practice these rules, learn how to walk in obedience. Like I said, God understands that we were one, we were created into a sinful world. Let, let's be, let's be honest. God knows this. And this is, one thing that I will preach to many people is that don't try to run from what God already knows and what God sees. He tells us that in the Bible. He sees it all. So be open with him. Be transparent with him so he can come in, fix you, so you can be prepared to be in his kingdom. And mm -hmm. that, that I think that's what it all represents for me, and I think that's what how a lot of people should look at it. Yeah, that's that's good, man. That's good. Um, Man, you, you just dropping them, man. Like you and Jessica just on it today, man. But I, I you know, I guess that's the thing, right? Like uh, we, we, we're called to, to meditate on the word, to dive into it. You know, we're, I mean, as you know, you know, we, we have our Bible study group and, and, you know, you could read a scripture today, you read it tomorrow, get a, just get a different discernment, right? That, like, that's the beauty of it. Um, and, and that's the thing. That's what, that's what, like, he wants us to, to dive deeper. You know, he, he sent his son so that we can have a dialogue, that we can have a relationship, that we exactly. have a chance, right? Uh, you know, Jessica and I spoke about the privilege of grace. You know, yeah. we can't earn it. We didn't earn it. We didn't deserve yeah. it, but, you know, we've been given it, right? Yeah. Um, but, but we have to choose to, to, to make sure that our hearts are lined up with his desires and, you know, uh, things like this. Exactly. Um, Last last two pieces. Um, so as as you see with the hat, you know the yeah. the, the brand is heaven to the yeah. Um, but the the big uh, two pieces of this is heaven yeah right. So we're yeah. trying to change the saying, you know, because we we are we need to celebrate and and it's all, it's about what we celebrate right. It's not yeah. hell yeah. Hell is hell is nothing that we want to to yeah. you know that's not a place you want to go. You do the reading, yeah. you're gonna see it's it's the absence of God. But it's like when you the absence of God, I don't. Like you got it, you go through revelation, you're gonna be like, that's not for me. Exactly. Right. So exactly. Um, you know, it's it's heaven, yeah, and 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 hell, hell no. Um, you know, uh what do you think the chances are, right, that that this saying could be because you know it what comes out of our mouth, you know, is, is a reflection of what comes out of our, our hearts and, and we are trying to to make sure that we're planting seeds, you know, into the next generation. Right. What do you what do you think it would take to, to change this mentality that we are really celebrating when something goes right, it's like Man, heaven, yeah, you know, because that's the ultimate goal, um, you know, and, 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 and hell no. Uh, I look at it like this, bro, and it, it's going to have to be something that many Christian, Christian people have to understand. Acknowledgement is so key. It's so key. So even with how life is going for me right now, right, so even in celebration, like, I don't I don't say that like I instantly give praise to God. It's no need to say hell yeah. You know, it's mm -hmm. no need to say that. But like you said, that's not even a representation of something that I'm trying to promote in that in that term of hell. Like I'm not. So Period. if we acknowledge that God deserves the praise, that word won't even come out of our mouth. So right. I think that's one thing that we have to do as Christians is acknowledge where we are in our life and where we are in our walk, because the things what we do, what we represent will be reflected, you know, from what we put out, you know, like we said, like what you put into your body and bring into your body will be exerted out. So 
we continue to walk, we continue to build, and the right things, the righteous things will be promoted out of our mouth and out of our body. So I think it's acknowledging what we're doing as humans and then understanding what we should be doing into moving holy. Uh, and that's going to be a daily walk. And that's going to be, and as we know, it's a journey. It's not a race or a quick competition like we do. It's day-to-day -day, uh, uh, dedication, being devoted to it. Even myself, I can be honest with millions of people on, you know, that, that are even hear this or watch this, or thousands of people, or hundreds of people. Like, I'm still daily trying to walk in a new form of holiness. I mess up. I'm not perfect. You know what I'm saying? Just like anybody else. But that's the acknowledgement. I'm okay with being open and transparent with many people about my daily mess ups because mm -hmm. I'm a man to be able to acknowledge that until we realize that we got to stop hiding from the truth of what we do in our human self. We, we will never be able to get close to that heaven. Yeah. So we need right. to acknowledge things. We need to continue to move forward. And like I said, those bad things or those thoughts or the world or the word hell yeah, won't even come in our mouth. Good, good, good. Yeah, that's that's great. Um, last thing I got for you, words of encouragement, um, especially for the young listeners, but, you know, for, for the loss, right? We, we spoke about audience of one. We spoke about, you know, uh, just just having our eyes on the one, but also how, how God as a shepherd, you know, he'll leave the 99 for the one, right? So it's it's our heart is really for the loss. You know, any words of encouragement um, or anything that, that you think would, would, would maybe shed, shed another light, um, you know, on, on, on somebody's life or, or their journey? Man, it's crazy. I had the same conversation with my boy Shaq uh, the other day. Uh, not my boy Shaq. Well, we, we did have a conversation about, about Christ, but um, same conversation I had with him, the same conversation I had with my, my brother who's incarcerated. People have to understand that the Bible don't make you soft. I feel like a lot of people are scared to represent Christ because they think it's a soft. They're like, oh, man, if you like, you know what I'm saying? They, they, they try to run from it. And it's, it's, it's an ignorant way of thinking because the thing with the Bible is trying to help save you to have eternal life with him. I'm trying to figure out where in the Bible do they even get that uh, perception of having like to be like less masculine. If you read the Bible, or you condone into that. Like, as you know, me and you know, like we talk about it all the time in the, in the Bible, like Old Testament God wasn't with <laughs> So I'm trying to figure out why are so why are so many people are so scared to represent this like it's a weak entity like mm. God is powerful beyond all measure. I'm trying to figure out why is this such like a thing that's not normalized to follow Christ. And like I said, it took time for me to understand that. And it's one thing I wanna I wanna open to many people and viewers that it is okay to represent this. Don't worry about what some other person got to think or how somebody else feel like it's not about them anyway. Like I tell people, I, like, I tell people even to this day, I don't care what people think about me or how they feel about me representing what I believe in, because it is not about them. When I die and leave this earth, I will not know them when we go mm. into the kingdom. So this is why I'm trying to get people to understand. Walk in faith. Don't worry about what mere humans think. And believe in what you want to believe in. Like, that's that's just period, point blank. Don't be scared of what another person got to say. Because I showed enough not to. I ain't terrified of nobody. So I, ain't, yeah, yeah. I don't care what anybody say. Ain't nobody coming to my face and saying it to me. Ain't nobody hard enough to say it to me. And I'm not I'm not worried about that. And if they is, hey, we're we going to meet one day. So I'm like, shoot, if anybody got anything to say about it, especially when it comes to Christ, I'm going to contend for that. Like, I'm going to die by my faith, like, straight up.
Right. And and at the end, right, you're going to be there judgment by yourself. And you want to hear, well done, my good and faithful, right? It's not like you exactly. guys, well done, this group. No, no, no. It's Trey, your life will be revealed. Exactly. It's going to be like, did you do like what, what I sent you for, right? So, exactly. Um, but to, to add on to what you said, you know, and, and, and encouragement, I, because of the walk that we're taking right now, get to know God for yourself. Because mm-hmm. the God I'm reading in the Old Testament, like, this is new to me. Yeah. This, this, like, this guy was relentless. I mean, savage. This is what people say. Like, yeah. God will correct people Bruh. quick. We, we, as we both, you know, we, we read day to day with this thing, man. What people got to understand, man, God was slaughtering people. You feel me? Like, <laughs> it don't even, and, and that's why I try to get people to understand, bro. It's like, people got to realize, like, bro, God, the Bible don't make you soft, dog. Like, it, it only give you wisdom. And I'm starting to really look into that scripture where it say only a fool despise wisdom. Like, you dumb for thinking, like, any of this is going to knock you off track of something positive. So why mm. world would you think this is gonna be a ne- this is gonna have a negative effect on you? Like that that bro, that's why I'm that's why I started to move different, bro. Like the people that are open to understand this cool, but people that just walk in that ignorance, bro. I just like that's why I said, bro. Sometimes we just I, I keep silent, bro, because I just be like, dog, it ain't even worth it. It's not even worth it. Like you didn't even give the Bible a chance, but you talk right. negative about it. I can't I can't argue with some who with somebody who don't even do the research. Like, I'm going to pray for you. I hope one day you do understand, but I'm not going to waste my positive energy on negativity. You feel me? And people people got to start understanding that, dog. Like, they really do. Yeah. Yeah. Get to, get to know it. Do the reading yourself. And then exactly. let's have these conversations, right? Exactly. Um, no, that's good. Well, thank you, Trey. That was a real, yeah. real privilege, man. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for your time. Oh, yeah. um, you know, we're going to be praying over you and, and continue using your platform to share that love, man. Hey, facts, facts, man. Appreciate it, man. All the best. All right, heaven to the air. We are now wrapping up. Thank you all uh, for for joining, for participating, um, sending your questions and sending all that love. Thank you to Trayvon and Jessica. Um, You know, we're definitely going to be praying over you uh, throughout the season. We're very excited uh, for the next coming weeks, the the talks we're going to have. So be sure to, of of course, follow the page um, and and check out the website, heaventotheair.com. Check out the merchandise, fearless, heaven to the air, God privilege. I, I mean, variety of, of items, but all all proceeds are going to help um, children missions globally. Um, so know that you are making impact on our future leaders, on our on our next generation Christians. Um, you know, be a part of something bigger than yourself. Thank you all for being here. Looking forward to to next Thursday and um, wishing you safety. Um, grace and, and love till next week.